Welcome to On Arrival, the Traveler's Podcast. We're your hosts, KT and Jordan. Throughout our 20s, we've lived and traveled all around the world and fell in love with exploring new cultures. Here at On Arrival, we interview some of the world's most eccentric travelers to hear their original and authentic stories. We hope this show inspires you to take your next trip. And that when you land, you have a game plan. On Arrival. How was your trip? I had a blast. So as I mentioned last week, I was in California for the weekend. It was a long weekend. So I left on Wednesday. I was back on Sunday. And I've taken this trip multiple times for Monterey Car Week. And I kind of forgot how long and daunting this trip is, but enjoyable at the same time. It's a lot because I flew into San Francisco and then had to drive to a city called Gilroy in California and then drive an hour to work every day in Carmel by the sea. And yeah, it was just a lot. We had some like 10 hour days. I was working at a winery and then drove back to San Francisco and flew home. So it was kind of a marathon, but really enjoyable. Shout out Gilroy. If you know, you know. (laughs) Gilroy? Yeah, shout out Gilroy. (laughs) You obviously don't know. (laughs) Gilroy? One, there was a horrible match shooting I'm not talking there. about the city, so you obviously don't know. No, I don't, about. but I do want to tell you a little bit about Gilroy. Okay. Okay. When you come upon Gilroy, it smells. <laughs> <laughs> How you would imagine Gilroy to smell. <laughs> no, one, there was a horrible mass shooting there, and then it smells like garlic. Gilroy is like home of garlic. You start driving up to it, and it <laughs> starts to smell so bad. Keep away the vampires. Yeah, but like one of the girls I work with, um, she like loves garlic. She's like, oh, yeah, I can just eat garlic cloves by themselves. Ooh. So she was so excited. That's weird. Yeah, I said it. Um, <laughs> you got a little cooked out there. You're peeling a little bit now. Got I some know. Sun. Yeah, it was really warm. My one friend that lives out there, she was telling me that with all the fog, it's like reflective. So you get burnt really quickly. Mm. So, yeah, I did get a little burnt, but. Yeah, like I said, it was my fourth week, fourth time at Monterey Car Week. And this time it just felt like the craziest. I don't know why. There wasn't as many people as normal, but just like the travel back and forth every day was a lot. But it was fun at the same time. Well, my weekend was much less eventful. Mm-hmm. I went to Houston with my baby brother. and He's not really a baby. Yeah, well. How old is he? 19. Mm-hmm. And we visited my grandfather. My mother was down there too. And that was actually a lot of fun. I didn't do a lot of cool stuff and go to like these cool restaurants. I think we had Papa John's and (laughs) Shipley's Donuts. Oh, you didn't eat in downtown Carmel, a fancy restaurant? No, No. we had Shipley's Donuts. And shout out Shipley's Donuts. They were solid. I had about three or four of them. I know you did. Yeah. But it was cool because we got to hang out with my grandfather who's getting weak in his old age. And we got to talk about... When I was younger and used to go, my, my grandfather used to train racehorses and I used to go to the stables and see him and hang out with the horses. And then we sat and watched the Tigers play all weekend and he complained about how how bad they played on Sunday. So <laughs> it was it was fun though. It was it was a lot of fun. And Good family time. Yeah, it was it was needed, but I didn't get to see many sights. It was definitely just all quality family time. So Yeah. And speaking of travel. We have another trip coming up 
next, actually this week we'll be leaving, but we're not going to tell you. So you have to listen to the next episode to find out all the details, but I'm really excited. And hint, it is in the US. It's going to be a lot of fun too. So Mm -hmm. stay tuned. It is now time for some listener questions. And we wanted to give a quick shout out to our listener, Kim, for letting us know that our burning travel question pop-up on the website onarrival.com had an error. So we were able to fix that. Took a little coding. Mm -hmm. No big deal. (laughs) Tooting your own horn there? No, no. I just, you know, it it took a little bit. That's all. Yeah. Good job I did it. by the way. No big deal. (laughs) Yeah, I was alluding to that. Um, No, no big deal. (laughs) (laughs) We are kind of slap happy right now. We just got back from dinner with our friends from France. They were in town. And we're just acting silly. Friends it's late. From, from not, from way back. Way back when. You hit your limit, though. What's that? One. One glass of wine? That's Come your, on. No, that's <laughs> so anyway. this is a friendly reminder to visit onarrival.com to ask your travel question. It can be anything. It can be, like, really short. It doesn't have to be. Fancy. The good news is, Kim, we did get your question. Kim's question was What is the best city you've been to or would like to go to based on atmosphere, history, and natural beauty? It's a tough question. Now, she did leave this open to cities we've been to or would like to go to. Mm-hmm. And her answer Her answer was. For me, the city that checks all of those boxes is Cape Town. It's an incredible city with a fascinating history and nature, not only right there in the places like Table Mountain, but also the beautiful wine country not far from the city and the wildlife and safari just outside as well. I really want to go to Cape Town at some point. Well, that sounds amazing. I want to go too. It does seem like it has a lot to offer, and it's definitely been one of my cities that I'm like, I have to go one day for sure. Mm Mm-hmm. I think my answer, just because I'm thinking like the first thing that popped into my head is like domestic travel, my answer would probably be D.C. D.C. is a great place to find like cultural events, American history. There's great places to walk. I thought it felt like really safe. The metro's easy to get around. Um, and yeah, I just really enjoy it. So you can go visit things like the Washington Monument. I know like one day I ran to that. I got really lucky. It was the cherry blossoms, like peak time, which is beautiful. Well, there you go for natural beauty. Exactly. So yeah, that would be my pick. What about you? (laughs) I don't know. I feel kind of like basic, but I'm going to pick, I'm going to have to pick Rome. Mm -hmm. It's just, you know, when you talk about history, there's just so much history packed into that city. Um. We were talking about it yesterday, just like driving those cobblestone streets and just the culture and the food. I mean, there's so much to offer. And then outside the city, like we went to Tivoli outside the city, which is this beautiful like landscape, gardens and stuff like mm-hmm. short drives or train rides to so much in Italy, like all the, you know, Italy wine, you know, available, Italian wine available. It's just I don't know. It's hard to compete with a city like that. Yeah. I mean, when we were talking about it yesterday, it just like gave me goosebumps. And I can't really say that about any other place I've visited before. So, 
you know, if you haven't been overseas yet, you're looking to take that trip. I mean, that's a classic option. Yeah. And Stephen Otto would agree that Rome is just one of those cities. Shout out Stephen Otto and our episode with him from Walks. So if you haven't heard that one, go take a listen because it's definitely, definitely worth it. Wanderlust for sure. I have a question. Mm-hmm. So our next question is from you. The next question is actually for me. Okay. And it'll tailor right into travel news. Okay. If you were staying at a hotel, how would you feel about paying for access to the pool or and or fitness center, et cetera? Mm, I thought that was included. Well, it is most times. Mm-hmm. But now some hotels are rolling out a la carte services. Okay. Especially MCR Hotels, which is one of the largest hotels owners in the country. Okay. So I pay for my hotel. Yes. And then if I want to go to the gym, I could pay for that. And if I want to go to the pool. You pay for that. How much? It varies by location and time of the year, et cetera. But I think it's anywhere from 20 to $25. Okay. The objective is they say that it lowers the price. Mm-hmm. of your stay. Why should everyone pay for services that not everyone uses? Okay. So one thing I like about that is that if I have like a short layover, I'm literally just going to the hotel. I'm going to sleep and I'm going to leave. That means I get a lower rate for that. That's amazing. That's a great idea. But if I'm at a hotel that I really want to enjoy, like I'm thinking about when I was in Miami for a work trip, I can't imagine like having to pay a separate rate to use the gym or the pool. I was there for like 10 days. Yeah, I can imagine so too. And it's supposed to, the idea behind it is it's supposed to what? Save you money on your nightly rate. But what if it doesn't actually save you money? What if it's just a ploy because hotels are trying to make up for lost time of not having guests. So they're charging you the same amount as they were going to charge you anyways for all the amenities. And now on top of that high rate or like average rate, they're going to charge you extra for the other things. You mm. could look at it this way too, is instead of raising all rates, they only ra- they only start charging for those services. Okay. What well. if they do that to keep everybody's price the same? I don't know. It's hard. Yeah. I don't like it. I don't. I personally, I don't like it. it I don't really either, like, unless they're going to give me a really low rate if I'm just using the room and that's I'm, it. I'm, I'm, eventually, I'm just paying for a bed. Yeah. Here's your bed. Okay, moving on. <laughs> What's new in travel? Let's talk travel. Um, I'll start. So this Delta variant is really taking the world by storm and forgive us, but a lot of what we talk about today is going to be about COVID and the Delta variant. I feel like I should just wear a shirt that says like most hated. Isn't that like something, a compliment? <laughs> kind of, I mean, it can be, it depends who you are, but yeah, it could be a compliment. <laughs> but like, I can't stop talking about COVID and the Delta variant. And I try to fight the urge from posting on my social media about it, but like every blue moon, I just can't, I just have to share. Well, we're focused on travel today, and a lot of news is focused around COVID. Mm -hmm. So first of all, this week, Martinique, the French uh, territory in the Caribbean, asked all tourists to just go home because of 
they were implementing new lockdowns and they were basically just told everyone go home. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So just imagine like being on vacation. They're like, oh yeah, you got to leave. Wow. I would be pissed. Yeah. You know, you got to think about those people that have like PTO and they take that time and then they're told to just go home. Uh, Yeah. No, that's not going to go A lot of people haven't been on vacation for like two years too. Wow. Yeah. That's really, it's a tragic. Yeah. I mean, and the, the, the Delta variant is really like scaring a lot of countries so much so that this whole conversation about booster shots, and we'll talk about this for a second. So Austria and Croatia have been the first countries to roll out expiration dates for the vaccine, meaning you have had to had your last shot of the COVID vaccine of an approved one in the last nine months or 270 days. So they're essentially enforcing a booster shot to visit. Mm -hmm. And the U.S. is kind of following suit with that. Um, They announced this week that they are also going to be requiring a booster shot um, eight months, I believe it is, in the U.S. after your second vaccine. And it's kind of, I mean, we make it sound complex, but it's really not. It's like you have your vaccination card and on the third line, you're just going to go get one more jab and you're good to go. Yeah. So I think those booster shots are rolling out in September and that's for people that have either Pfizer or Moderna. They can get those and it will be free. And I believe um, the U.S. right now, we have like 51% of the population that has had the vaccine and to reach- One dose or two. I'm not sure. But we need at least 70% to reach herd immunity. So we have- a little bit to go. On the other hand, Canada, kind of ahead of the game here, where they have 63% of the population that are fully vaccinated. And they are going to, Canada is going to mandate that all air, train, and cruise passengers are fully vaccinated no later than October. What's interesting is the mandates keep getting, I don't know, more strict, more you know, I mean, I guess that's the word to use because people, again, countries are worried about this. Now there's airlines in the world that are starting to require surgical masks and will be banning cloth masks for flights. And Finnair, Finnish airline, has become the latest carrier to ban fabric masks. And they accept only valve-free FFP2 and FFP3 respiratory masks. Mm-hmm. I think Lufthansa and Air France are also going to implement that. I'm not sure exactly when, but it seems like people are following suit and there's other U.S. airlines that are potentially considering it. I know like a few of them, Delta, United, were banning like bandanas or other masks that don't really work. This weekend, I wore a cloth mask. What about you? I wore a cloth mask as well. Mm, So maybe we won't be able to at some point, but for now in the U.S., you can. I have a couple N95 stashed away though. And N95s also work. So, and it's important because the federal government just extended our mask requirement for the TSA and for train, bus, and plane travel in the United States. It's been extended until January of 2022 at the very least. That's good though. It was supposed to expire in September, I believe, but they extended it to January. So you'll have to keep wearing those masks as you take mass transit. Just keep that in mind. 
Recently, there was a tourist arrested in Hawaii after allegedly lying about their vaccine status. And I think we kind of touched on this same scenario. Two travelers. Oh, wow. Two of them. I think it was two in Canada as well. Yeah. Yeah. You can't get away with that. So just don't do it. Fine of up to $5,000 and imprisonment of one year. Canada was $16,000 a piece, right? Yeah. Canada don't play. Mm-mm. Canada don't play. Mm-mm. We got to put that on a shirt. Canada don't play. <laughs> <laughs> I would buy one. Along the COVID lines. What's not along the COVID I know, lines? I'm sorry, but it's travel and it's making a big, you know, it's it's a big part of it. So San Francisco and New Orleans or New, New Orleans, however you say it. <laughs> sorry if I say it wrong. I've never been. But they are now starting to implement vaccine and COVID test mandates for indoor dining. Which is interesting because I believe it starts this week or the week before this comes out. And I was just there and they weren't requiring that. Yeah. So I I think it's the beginning of a trend. You'll see wherever possible. It's already happened in some complete European countries. Mm -hmm. And my friend that was supposed to work an outdoor event in New Orleans he was on my flight home from California, just told me, wow, they just canceled this event in New Orleans. And I was like, oh, I didn't know they took it so serious. But I read that they have a lot of COVID cases. So maybe that's why they're like not playing around. But that's Good great. for them. Yeah. Lastly, we want to put our thoughts and prayers out to Caitlin McCaffrey, who is in a coma in Bali. And unfortunately, due to restrictions, her family can't get visas to visit her. She is a travel blogger and her social media On is Instagram, Fearless Travelers. Wow, that's really sad. So thoughts and prayers to her as well as her family. Yeah, that's that's a scary thought to be in harm in another country. And I can only imagine how hard it is for the family. So, you know, again, thoughts and prayers out. Get sent some positive vibes up. Thanks for listening to another episode of On Arrival. We've had so much fun recording these episodes and sharing them with you every week. If you like this episode, share it with somebody. And don't forget to subscribe to our show, On Arrival Podcast, on all podcast platforms. We would really appreciate it if you would write us a positive review wherever you choose to listen. And look for us on social media at On Arrival Travel on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. If you're looking for more episodes, you can always head over to onarrival.com.